my brothers and sisters in our homes our own spouses we live together but we are far apart because each one is searching for happiness perhaps on social media sometimes we look at what is on social media we begin to compare our lives with the lives of others who are not actually leading those lives and therefore we lose our contentment but so, to be honest with you the hadith says the two units that you can offer for prayer before salatul fajr farad that sunnah of Fajr is better for you than the whole world and what it can offer you. Subhanallah. Whatever is in it, it's better than that. And what are we doing at that time? We're snoring. Subhanallah. The rules and regulations of the deen laid by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not there in order to make you unhappy. They're not there in order to make you lose your sleep. The beginning of Surah Taha, Allah clarifies a question that a lot of Muslims have. Why are there so many rules and regulations? Why does Allah make this forbidden? And why is this okay? Why is it not okay for me to do this? And why is it that I have to do this? Allah says, Taha, we have not revealed this Quran to you, this revelation to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that you can be litashqa, that you can lose this happiness this goodness that you can be a person who's unsuccessful whatever else you'd like to say subhanallah in terms of negativity the quran is not revealed for a person to become unhappy unsuccessful for a person to become sad no these rules are there for long-term happiness my brothers and sisters when you and i went to school i'm sure a lot of us are still at school mashallah when you and I went to school, why did we go there? Listen very carefully. You started off pre-grade one with the nursery or the crash as they call it. In order for you to start learning how to read and write, you went to school grade one. You suffered with examination after examination, test after test and so on. And you were happy if your parents had to communicate with you, they would have told you it's not about coming first. It's about trying your best. It's about trying your best. And so you continue one year, two years. How many years? Seven years later, you graduate into high school, right? Or college in a lot of cases. After that, the tests become more and more difficult, my brothers and sisters. But you're looking forward to it. Your parents are cheering you along. You feel happy because now and again, you achieve a little certificate that doesn't last long, meaning it's just a prize of the week or the month or sometimes the year. And you work harder the following year and the books become bigger and bigger. Do you not agree? For what? Thereafter, you graduate from high school and you end up applying for universities, getting loans in a halal way, I hope, in order to go to the universities, in order to study and sweat. And you haven't even started earning a penny. Subhanallah, you study for 25 years. Thereafter, you get a salary in which you start paying back what you might have loaned in order to do those studies. But you're happy, you're okay. Why? Because you want to live for another 25 years. 
So you sweat for 25 years in order to earn a little bit to help you for another 25 years, not counting the 10 years in between paying back that loan. Subhanallah. And you've lived for 60 years. Now you're ready to do what? You're probably, probably a grandfather. Perhaps may Allah make it easy for us. I mean, but a few more years and you've got to go to Allah and you don't realize that the, when, when the world promised you that if you study for 25 years, we'll offer you a hundred thousand pounds a year for the next 25 years, then you believed the world. But when Allah promised you that if you fulfill what we're telling you for 50 years, we're going to give you eternity with whatever you want with absolute and total happiness such that you will never ever regret then we don't want to believe Allah and then we want happiness. Subhanallah. I always say, Allahu Akbar. There's a verse in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us those who believe, those who don't believe in the hereafter, the two are very, very different. Allah says, can the two be equal? On one hand, the one whom we have made a promise to, that is definitely a true promise, and he will definitely see it, she will no doubt see it and get it. That's the promise of Jannatul Firdaus. And on the other hand, the one who wants the worldly life and gets it and achieves it, but has not developed a connection with Allah such that they lose the hereafter. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. And when I read this verse and pondered over it, I thought of something amazing. If you were to be promised a job and you were told, listen, my brother, 20,000 pounds a month. Oh, wow. Isn't that a beautiful salary? 20,000 pounds a month and you only work a few hours in the day and you relax. Subhanallah. Would you go for the job? If it was halal, would you go for it? Come on, don't pretend like 20,000 is not a good salary, guys. Would you go for it? Mashallah. Yes, I would, I think, too. May Allah make it easy, I hope. But my brothers and sisters, they give you a monthly salary, right? 20 days have passed, you've worked hard. You're so excited because someone has promised you that when 30 days cross, you're going to see your bank account, 20,000 deposited, right? You're so excited, you work hard. 25 days, you're working even harder. 26 days, you start planning what you're going to be doing. 27 days, you're so, so happy, delighted. You might start ordering things that you don't even know you're going to be able to afford if that money doesn't come in. And so what happens 29, 30 days, and you go to check your bank balance. You look at the phone, you see here, see there. A moment delay and you are so upset, right? And a person promised you that in 30 days, you work so hard when it's finished, when it's over, when you're done with it. I will pay you 20,000 and you were ready to believe them and perhaps they may have given it to you. But when Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal tells you to work an entire lifetime and to work very easy work, Salah doesn't take too much of you. Being a good person doesn't take too much of you. And then we don't believe Allah, but we can believe the guy down the street when we got a job there. We don't believe Allah. We have a doubt in our hearts. We don't get excited. The older you get, the happier you should be that I'm closer to what Allah has promised me. I always tell people, would you like Jannah? Let's ask you, would you like Jannah? Yes. Who wants to die? 
The answer is not yet. Allahu Akbar. But to get to Jannah, you need to go somewhere. It goes to show ultimate happiness is something that Allah has kept in store for the believers in the dunya and the akhirah. You need to look after your relationship with Allah, your relationship with your family, your relationship with the community you live in because you will only achieve happiness when you make others happy. Without that, you're not going to be achieving that happiness. Allah continues to help a slave for as long as that slave is helping another. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us happiness and goodness. So if you want happiness, search for those who have less than you. That's the criteria that Allah has given you to be happy. Allah didn't say it for no reason. But Allah is telling you, you really want that happiness? Well, there are so many people who don't have what you have. Help them, reach out to them, look at them. You appreciate what you have. I promise you the problem with most of us is we keep looking at those who have more than us and we forget to look at those who have less. We keep looking at the next thing, the next thing. All of that, even those who've won the lottery, I'm not talking about its permissibility here. I'm talking about those who've won the lottery. Please go and search and see see that their happiness did not last more than a few months in most cases in almost all cases go and see how many of them have committed suicide thereafter yet they won millions and billions that is why i read a story of someone who won a huge lottery they decided to donate it because they didn't want their lives to be compromised but with us Subhanallah, happiness is become connected to materialism and that is fake. Allah tells you, my brothers and sisters, I want to say something very interesting. I don't have much time, but inshallah, we'll meet later on in the day. The Prophet wasallam, the most beloved unto Allah. Thereafter, the Prophets of Allah, the messengers, their companions and so on, the most beloved unto Allah. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, the best to tread this earth after the messengers of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhum, the companions and all of them. Allah loved them more than you and I. Do you agree? The Prophet wasallam, the best of creation, the most noble of all Prophets. He didn't have a phone, he didn't have electricity, he didn't, have a, he didn't get to sit on an aircraft, he didn't have the cars we have, he didn't have the roads we have, the phones, the technology, the internet, none of it, zero, not one droplet of, not even a tap that he could open and the water came out. They had to go, they had to go for water, they had to light a fire in a certain way, they had to ride on camels and donkeys and so on, that they were the happiest of people. If Allah kept happiness in these things, the first person, Thank you so much for listening to this short message. I pray that it has increased you in a little bit of motivation and hope. And the same applies to all of us. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.